we gonna do right here is go back. Way back. Back into time. It's time to kick it old school with a new school flair. Taking you back to a time where things felt good. Wow! I feel good. Welcome to Old Fashioned Health. Today is the day to take back your health. Old Fashioned Health is just the right place to do it. Your host, Alvin, is determined to make sure you are in good health inside and out. Now, the time has come for some good Old Fashioned Health right here on 1100 AM. Here's Alvin! Okay! How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin and Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. How y'all feeling today? How's everybody doing out there? This is Edmund. You doing good, man? <laughs> man, I'm doing well. How, how was the uh, how was the traffic to drive here? The drive here was pretty good. Um, traffic was smooth sailing. A few people out jogging, getting exercise. I mean, it's a beautiful day out. Okay. You know, but uh, all in all, you know, a lot of people off the roads. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm enjoying the light traffic, but it's not my favorite thing. Like, I'd rather have traffic. Really? Yeah, because that means people are alive. People are moving around. If there ain't no traffic, I'm like. This is boring. It's like Sunday after 11 o'clock. But I see people out running more. I see people out, like, see, I see families. I see uh, just, well, let me, let me. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, what you when I say When I say family, I'm meaning, like, you know, parent, their children, you know, stuff like that or whatever, spending time, that element. Of, so you see. I you, see people out being active and living, you know, versus in a car and, you know, blowing the horn and. Uh, but I like I need, we in the city. I need to have some horns blowing. I need it'll to see a couple back. of birds up in there. It'll, you know, it'll be back very mad. soon. Yeah, it's just a little <laughs> too quiet on the road for me. I feel like I'm in the library. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm driving in the library. So, eh, ain't no fun. So listen, y'all. We have a great and absolutely wonderful guest on the show today. We're gonna. So we, this is what we're gonna do today. We're gonna try to educate people on what to do, how to uh, fight the coronavirus, and what, and try to, I guess, not let people be so paranoid and scared. You scared, Is it, is it worrying you? No, no, I'm not scared. Um, I would like to be informed. I'm very excited to have Dr. Alexander here today. I have a lot of questions for him. I'm sure, you know, the listeners out there may have a lot of questions as well. Um, and hopefully they'll call in and we can, you know, at least be informed and feel a, a little bit more comfortable with what's going on mm-hmm. from a, you know, uh, standpoint directly from a doctor. Yeah. So, you know, we have uh, Dr. Alexander in the house with us today and he's going to educate us. Dr. Alexander is the owner of SmartPlex ATL. So he does everything from, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, when we get to, we get ready to introduce him, I'm going to let him tell you all, all the things he's doing, because there's a plethora of them. I like using that word. My marketing instructor used to use that word all the time. When I was at Jackson State, he said plethora. What's this? So I started using that word a lot. But anyway, so Dr. Alexander is an absolutely wonderful doctor. Uh, I was listening to him on a call the other day uh, where he was kind of educating people on the coronavirus, what to do, what not to do. So I was like, I got to get him live on air so uh he can kind of educate us about the coronavirus and so we're going to be so we'll be equipped to know what to do and won't be fearful and buying all the tissue up in the in the in, in the grocery stores and and then not buying foods like they people are buying like meats and stuff and perishable foods i'm like if you're trying to stock up for in case something happened don't you need some canned goods and some beans and some dry food or something that's what i'm thinking you know Absolutely. that's that's what i'm thinking you know right. but uh so um this is how I always start my show. So first, let me just introduce you all. This is uh, Dr. Alexander on the show. With Dr. Ellison. Thank, Dr. Alexander, thank you for so much for coming. Thank you for having me. It's great, it's great to be here. Yeah. Now I want you to uh, b- before we before we get started, really kicking the show off. I'm gonna tell you this is how this is how I do my show. Okay. I always start my show off with the Black National Anthem. Are you familiar with the Black National Anthem? 
I am, but you know what? I don't know that I actually know all the words. Just as long, just long, long as you know of it. long as you know exactly what I said when he asked me. So yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I always start my show because, and I do that because I feel like if you're gonna have, we play the national anthem at all the other sporting events, sporting events. Okay. But we don't ever talk about playing the black national anthem at our way. I went to HBCU. You went to HBCU too, also. Right? I did. I did. And you, you went to HBCU. I'm, I'm uh, alumni. <laughs> See, he 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 went to one of the other the other schools. I, I tried not to give him a hard time about that, but I figure if you're gonna if you're gonna have the black if you have a sports team at HBCU, why not play the black national anthem like they do for the other? They play the regular national anthem, so we got our own national. Let's play the black national anthem. So we need to lift right? up, lift up our own voices. Lift up, right? See, he knows it, so he's so he's letting you know that he knows the song. Name the voice. The song is lift up. Uh, have lift have up you heard this thing. this version before? Or uh, is this like a rock version or something? No. Oh, okay. okay. So <laughs> let, let, let me, before we go into it, because I'm excited about it. Because right, right. I know you went to the other school, so I don't know. You maybe had a different version there. Gremlin, uh, we, we we make mention of that. He before. went to Gremlin. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that counts, I, man. That counts. They made me honorary. Okay. They made I have some friends. I wasn't in the able to get the HBCU experience. Okay. So later in life, some really good friends of mine that did attend, I mean, they took me under their wing and we go to you know, the homecoming and we travel, we go oh, to cool. the Bayou Classic, well, we, we experience all we, of that. We so I represent Gremlin. Yeah, but we here. have application in case you want to, you know, switch over back to Jackson. I'm just saying, if you want to go to like a really good Oh, school. okay. Right. We'll get, we'll, let let me get back right, to the... Right, the right, right, okay, right. so yeah. with, with the... I'm you guys do that, but in the, in the meantime, like as y'all work that out, Yeah. okay, I want you to do your real history because if you're going to really have history, Oh, here we go. You got to put in the AUC. And okay. so what's good, good. if you want real okay. history. What school did you go to? Oh, I went to Clark. Clark That's real history. That's real history. Okay. Real history. What make what makes that yeah, real what, history? Oh, because you know, when you think about the Methodist Church and and, and how it all got started and and, and all of the, the people that came out of there, I mean, even the people at Morehouse mm -hmm. that you hear about, like Spike Lee and all those guys, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They went over to Clark to get a lot of their education. They came to us for the communications, you know, the biology. I mean, we just excelled. I mean, look at me, I'm standing here right now. So you, is, is there anything else we need to say? Except, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I'm like, you kind of slid that in there. Why are you bragging on your school, man? I mean, you, oh, you we, kind of bragging we, on your we, school. We the tightest school in Atlanta. We the, we the tightest school man, in the Southeast. Hey, listen, y'all finna go and play the All right, y'all need to say any more? Yes, do the national anthem. No, we gonna do the national We're gonna lift up your voice and sing about it. Let's do the anthem for Clark, okay? No, we We'll, we'll save it for the that. end of the show. We we'll let you do it on another show. We don't do that. On <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. This is Alvin and Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real Eleven Hundred.
Attention Medicare beneficiaries, if you have or are eligible for Medicaid, please listen closely. You may be eligible for a Medicare Advantage plan from WellCare Health Plans with zero or low plan premium. Call 1-877-826-2536. That's 1-877-826-2536. Representatives will provide detailed information and help see if you qualify. WellCare provides access to a large network of local and regional doctors and hospitals. Plus, some plans give you more dental, more vision, and more hearing, plus more prescription drug coverage. WellCare is contracted with Medicare to provide plans that may be right for you. Call 1-877-826-2536. That's 1-877-826-2536. Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. 
temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. We are here with Dr. Alexander. He is going to educate us on the coronavirus, how to fight it, what to do. Edmund and I have been asking him like a thousand questions yes, already before the show got started. And Edmund's like on 10 right now. He's just already <laughs> talking about, man, I got a whole bunch of questions for you. you know, he kind of contradicted. I, I, I forgot to tell you that earlier before the show started. But uh, <laughs> let me give y'all this number first That's so y'all can call in. Uh, if y'all have any questions, the number is 404 404- 603-8770-404-603-8770 is the number to call. Uh, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus, what you could do, things you could do to fight the virus, and a few uh, myths we're going to dispel for people. It's two of them I want to, off the bat, want to ask Doc about to have the listeners know that that ain't true. The first one is that black people can't catch it. And the second one is young people can't catch. Doc, tell, tell, would you help us with that, Doc? Okay, that, that, those and are great get questions. Get in that mic so they can really hear you. Those are great questions. Um, the first is, let's, let's just look at what has happened already in America, right? Mm-hmm. We've got athletes that have been, um, you know, getting this, this virus. Okay, mm-hmm. the NBA has already suspended some things. Um, Idris Elba, you know, he's not African-American, but he's, he's African-British, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, He's gotten it, and there are probably 30 countries in Africa right now that are saying that they have the virus. So, total myth. Mm. Total myth. That's total myth. myth. Y'all hear that? It is not true. African Americans can't catch it. Matter of fact, it, it, it could be rough for us because uh, we already have other things. We're behind the eight ball, and the last thing we need is a, is a virus to try to fight, right? Exactly. So that's not, exactly. All right, what about the fact about you have, you can, uh, if you're young, the virus is probably, uh, you're strong enough to fight it. What's the Okay, so let's, let's, let's look at this from two perspectives. And, you know, I, I get a little bit upset with some of my colleagues who are putting things online in regards to um, how there are a lot of younger people who are not getting this. They, if you get in contact with this virus, mm-hmm. okay, if you inhale it or if you take it in through your mouth, mm-hmm. okay, you are going to get infected. Okay. That is a fact. For the most part, you're going to get infected. Mm-hmm. We can't stop that. What happens after that is what's important. Mm-hmm. How does your body respond to the infection? So some people are showing no symptoms and some people are getting very, very, very ill. Okay. Right? It has to do with your immunity. There is no one who is exempt from the virus. The virus will get into anybody who is a human. It is also starting to infect certain animals. So, um, and I think bats, well, bat, bats are considered to be an animal, I believe. All right, mm. so bats, as well as they found it in dogs. Wow. Not in the United States, but they found it in dogs in Mexico. So this virus will infect any and everybody in its wake. Right now, Iceland, of all places, is having a problem. So wow. there's no place on this earth that this virus can't have activity. I'm glad right. you cleared that up, man. They had a young lady on the radio just before I was coming in. She was 20 years old. Um, when I looked at her, well, and actually I saw her this morning on, on the news, too. When I looked at her, she looked healthy. She looked like a young, healthy female. Mm-hmm. And yet she got the virus. She said that her initial symptoms were she had uh, some aches just one day and a little headache. Mm-hmm. 
Then she got fever. Her fever was around 101. It stayed there for about, uh, she said, 16 hours. Then it started to subside, but she had a lot of fatigue and she didn't feel well. So she went to the hospital. She has been sick for 13 days. She says she's starting to get over it now. 13 days. Now, we're hearing about people who had it for four days and they felt better, like right. the Hanks family, Tom Hanks and his, his, his wife. Yes. You know? Oh, so, so, so he's better now. Well, you know, I don't know. You know, after four days, he said he felt better. Okay. Now, whether or not the virus is completely gone or whether he's back to his normal state, mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, he's not he's not mainstream news anymore right, right. because, you know, he's getting better. Right. Uh, Idris Elba said he just never got any symptoms, but he was infected. And yet being infected, this is what's different about this virus. Being infected, you can still pass it. That's different from other viruses like when we had the flu before. Mm -hmm. The flu, you got infected and it wasn't until you had symptoms that you were able to really pass it. Wow. This is a bad boy here. It's a very bad boy. So we have to take it seriously. So my colleagues are saying you don't have to worry because you're young. Yeah, there's a good chance that you'll get over it if you're younger. But there are chances that you may not be as well as you would like to be. And no one wants to be sick. So walking around and acting like you're just invincible mm -hmm. is not a smart thing to do. Because even if it doesn't kill you. See, we're measuring this virus in whether it kills you or not. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Right. One extreme to the next. Right. Yeah. I mean, what? there's all this stuff in between. Who wants to be sick? I don't want a cold. I hate a cold. <laughs> I don't want anything that's going to take me out of commission to be able to do exactly. you know, what I need to do daily. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I don't want to take this home to my 80-year-old parents either. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. because they are going to be more susceptible for other reasons. If you guys want to talk about that, we can do that. Yeah. You know, but their susceptibility is going to be a little bit different than my susceptibility. It's going to be a little different than somebody else's susceptibility. What I'm saying is it's individual. But what this virus does is there's a word that we use in medicine. When we talk about something that looks for opportunities, we call it opportunistic. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's looking for the opportunity. So we're going to take it in and it says, where's my opportunity to replicate and take over this body. Mm -hmm. Now, some people have great immunity and so it, it's not going to give them a lot of opportunity to spread and give pneumonia and all these other things. Uh -huh. You may just get headache. You might just be fatigued a little bit. You might get some diarrhea and nausea. Because this thing also infects the GI tract. It's not, they found it at Dobbins Air Force Base when they parked those people off of uh, the coast of um, uh, San Francisco and they brought them to Dobbins mm. and they, they quarantined them. They found, they found it in the stool. Nobody had reported that before. This thing is changing. We call it mutating. Okay. It's changing. And so what's going on right now is the reason we're caught off, so, caught off guard so much is that the emergency room physicians were preparing for older people like they did in China. Mm -hmm. See, in China, it, it affected mostly older people. In the United States, we, we first said it was 80 and over. Mm -hmm. Then we dropped it to 60. Then we just had a family in New Jersey. Uh, four family members died. A mother, her son, her, her daughter, and yeah. another, I think it was a sister or somebody, right? right? Yeah, I think it okay. was four of them and seven of them are sick, four. and four of them yeah. died. Already. Four of them died. Another one's on a ventilator and right. two more at home, okay? The son was in his 50s. The daughter was in her 50s, okay? So the number kept going down. In the day we hear there's a young lady, she's in her 20s. I heard about at least two young babies, okay? I think one was three for sure. She was three. Mm. They passed away. So, yes, the majority of those babies are going to get better. But if it's your baby that dies, it's 100%. That's right. So let's not play with this. What are some of the things that, that people can do to protect themselves? Ah, uh, yes. 
Now you're in my <laughs> realm, okay? Well, it sounds like you you pretty good with what you just told us. All of it sounds like it'd be your realm. Well, you know what? I started out as, as a youngster not really knowing why, but I had this curiosity at about age 19, mm -hmm. and I wanted to be a naturopath. And as I went through um, through Clark, mm. one of the better universities in the, in the world here, <laughs> okay, uh, I had an instructor, her name was uh, Isabella Finkelstein, who mm. said, why go in that direction? Because you're going to have a hard time convincing people what you want to do if you don't have a regular medical license. Mm -hmm. And she introduced me to a guy that was in osteopathy. And so I went to medical school as a DO. I did my residency as an MD. Okay, mm. but the, the DO philosophy is to treat the whole body, which was very close to what a naturopath wants to do, because that was where my mindset was that you don't wait until you have disease and then throw, start throwing all this these chemicals at it. Right. You know, because then it's chemical warfare. Right. And, and it's the wrong way to fight illness, because if your body can't respond and can't get involved in this fight, mm. you're going to die. Now, how do I know that? This is my best example, and I get this to everybody, and everybody who's heard me before, they know I get this example because I think it's a great one. You get two guys about age 35. Okay. They get pneumonia, right? And this mm -hmm. virus is a viral pneumonia, kind of. Right, That's right, why they call right. it SARS. It's a okay. respiratory uh, uh, virus. Mm -hmm. And they go into the hospital at the same time because they're very sick, and they wind up in an intensive care unit, okay? One of them, you put on an antibiotic, and he does well, and the next day he goes to the floor, and the next day he goes home. You give him some oral antibiotic, he gets well. No problem. The other one, you give him four antibiotics. He intensive care unit. He's got the same exact virus, got the same sickness. They're both 35 years of age. They both look like they're relatively healthy, but something else is wrong here. This man dies. Why? Because all the chemicals in the world, they can only help. They cannot replace your fighters, your immune system. Mm. And the, the critical point about the immune system is the body has over a hundred trillion microbes. Now, microbes are like viruses, bacteria, protozoa that live in and on your body. Okay. Okay. 95% of them. You hear what I'm saying? 95% hmm. is in one organ system. It's in the gut. And their role is to work with us to help us have a very healthy life. When you destroy that system, we call it the microbiome, mm. when you challenge that system with things that are toxic to it, when you destroy those bacteria, then what happens is your immune system is affected as well because they produce things that our immune system needs. Mm. They produce vitamins. They produce hormones. We think we produce all this stuff. No, we have these, we see, we like to think of them as invaders. You got a virus in you, you got to invade. No, we have viruses that help us. We have viruses that help us. We have other viruses that keep them in check because if any one group gets too much, okay, gets too much out of control, mm. then they start to exert a different effect on the body. So all these things are living together as we should in this world, right? Checks and balances. Right, and we should live in harmony. Yes. You know, but America is not living in harmony right now. And that's why we have so much chaos. Our body is the same way. We have to have balance. And that's what we're not doing now. So when I talk about the immune system and what we can do, mm -hmm. I start with the gut. Start with the right? gut. 95% of your microbes are there. So let's deal with them first. 
Okay. You know, I'm not going to deal with nasal sprays. You know, I'm not going to deal with, you know, I am going to deal with washing, right? Because right. you want to keep them off of you. Right. All right. You want to wash your hands. Right. Okay. You want to use sanitizer. That's the second. Washing hands is number one. But let's just go to where you guys want to go. Let's go. Let's go deep. Mm-hmm. When you take, when you drink some of this tap water that's out here. All right. What's some of the problems with tap water? We already know. Okay. And this is not, this is not speculation. Right. It's not Alexander. Okay. Okay. This is fact. We know that in our water, we have a lot of what I would call impurities, things that man has developed and it's gotten to our water system. Mm-hmm. Like what? Hormones. Where those hormones coming from? Birth control pills, right? They're in the water. Um, we have chemicals that are in there because we are poisoning our water. Excuse me. We are poisoning our waterways. Mm-hmm. So when we drink these things, we have fluoride in there. Mm-hmm. Too, much, too much fluoride becomes a poison to the system. Not having enough, you can have some tooth decay, maybe, maybe, but for sure, if you have too much, it becomes a poison. So we have a lot of chemicals, we have a lot of things that's in this water that, that um, can actually have a negative effect on the microbiome, right? Besides that, you have um, antibiotics that you take, you have pesticides that are in your food, you have, um, what else? Oh, GMO, okay? GMO, these artificial foods have been found to change your microbiome. Then, even in some of our, our foods, like the grapes and the wines from America, they have been found to have glycophosphate. Which is what, can you? Roundup, uh, that's Roundup. All right, this stuff you kill weeds with. And we have this in now in our grapes because they're using too much of it to kill the weeds. And the vines don't die but they absorb the chemical. So is that uh, all grapes, the seedless grapes and the, cause you know, seedless grapes to me not a real grape. Okay, well that's that's another discussion. I don't know if you got enough time to go through all those things, okay? okay? Uh, that's that's a nutritional se- segment that we probably need to go over. Right. But but um, when you say all, no, not all, but if they're truly organically grown, mm. you're gonna be fine. So when, when I say don't drink any wines from California, that's outside of, the ones that are organically grown. But I can tell you, I drink a little wine, a little bit. We're going to talk about alcohol in a minute because that's another one that will destroy your microbiome is alcohol, okay? Um, but one of the things about red wine, it has resveratrol in it. And resveratrol has been shown to be a great antioxidant. So in moderate amounts, like the Bible says, mm. moderation, mm. in moderate amounts, it is a plus. And we're talking organic. Organic, okay, okay. Unless you're going to get it from outside the country. Now, when you start looking at Australia, you start looking at France, Italy, uh, South America. They don't allow glycophosphate to come into their country, so their grapes are not going to be the same as our grape. Their wine is not going to be the same as our wine. Now, where do I need to buy my wine from? I need the grapes. Where, where where we need to buy the wine from? You know, I don't want to promote any one store, but I can tell you. I mean, a the, place the country. You, oh, the country. Well, I just gave you. Okay, so I said the um, Australia, Spain. Um, okay. Um, where's the other one? Um, I just said South America, okay. uh, Italy, okay. France. They don't allow glycophosphates to come in there. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you just got to find a variety that you like um, mm-hmm. because I can tell you some of the best tasting wines in the world mm-hmm. come from Napa Valley. They're the smoothest, the tastiest that I have encountered. However, they can't get my money until they clean things up. They just okay. can't get my money. It says a lot. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So that's just me personally. This is Alexander. Okay. Okay. All right. But if you go out online, you will see where they've tested these wines. 
Okay, that is fact. Okay. But this is Alexander's opinion. I'm not telling everybody not to do it. You do what you want to do. And, and the reason I'm saying that now is the last show I was on, Alvin, when you heard me, yeah. I was very adamant about telling people. And I had a conversation with some people that uh, actually today, and I've had conversations with them before about sugar and how it affects your microbiome. And at, during this time right now, you don't need to be ingesting sugar because you need nothing that's going to disrupt your bi microbiome. We have to become fighters mm -hmm. so that we can fight this thing soldiers. when it gets in. Yeah, yeah soldiers. Mm. Exactly. Edmund, you're right on point. And, and what happened was each one of them had their cup from one of the local um, Coffee uh, shop. fast food. No, fast food okay. places. Right. And, and, and they had either sugar lemonade or soda or something in there. And even as we were talking, they said, well, you've talked to us about this before. They were still sipping on it. <laughs> now, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think a lot of people are just aren't aware of what's in these fountain drinks or sugary substances because of it's something they've all they've seen and the association with the name juice attached to it versus yeah juice. like when you hear juice like I'm, I'm going to the store and I'm gonna get me some pineapple juice it's pineapple flavor juice. you know and it's just yeah. sugar water and you're drinking it and I know myself I like to consider myself a waterholic and I, I, I like to credit myself with a lot of family members who prior to my getting them on drinking more water, you know, um, and trying to wing away from sodas and juices and other things, you know, um, could it be that they're just unaware and now that you're making that, but you say clearly you were sitting there talking to them and they told you that you had mentioned it before and they have a cup full of whatever, you know, type of soda or juice and they're continuously drinking it. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I don't know the real reason. Well, okay. There is a reason I shouldn't say that. There is an internal fight as well. So this gut also affects certain hormones that give you cravings. All right. So it's like a brain. All right. Yeah. So look, I want to hear all this, but I need okay. to go to a break right quick. We're going to go to come break. back because I want I want to get back into that that juice and the hormone and then the uh, what do you call it? The, what do the you call microbiome. Microbiome. You got that wrote down. Microbiome. microbiome. Did you spell and that's right? another word for gut. Correct. Did you spell that right? The, the gut bacteria. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all of the all of the living organisms that live within. The gut is called your microbiome. Microbiome. Yeah, that's your, your own small world. Because we're a universe, and this is your world that just keeps it going. Doc, oh, I like the way you talk, man. We, 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 we are about to, once we get past all of this, I think we're going to start really flowing back and forth yeah, on a lot of things. And No, we're not going to try. We're going to do it naturally. We're going to do it naturally. Uh, but right now, we're going to sponsor break. Yep, yep. Hey, this is Alvin and Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100.
Attention Medicare beneficiaries. If you have or are eligible for Medicaid, please listen closely. You may be eligible for a Medicare Advantage plan from WellCare Health Plans with zero or low plan premium. Call 1-877-826-2536. That's 1-877-826-2536. Representatives will provide detailed information and help see if you qualify. WellCare provides access to a large network of local and regional doctors and hospitals. Plus, some plans give you more dental, more vision, and more hearing, plus more prescription drug coverage. WellCare is contracted with Medicare to provide plans that may be right for you. Call 1-877-826-2536. That's 1-877-826-2536. Going in. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. We're having some good conversation about that microbiomes. Micro, how's it spelled? Say it, say it. Microbiome. Microbiome. Don't act like you already knew what listen, it was. You listen, wait for him to say to, it first. Listen to what Doctor you said. Uh, yeah, right. Microbiome. You only you only knew that because he said it first. Before you got it out. Okay, Doc. Come on and tell us some more about this gut health and what we need to do, man. Okay. So. Um, I, I think we were getting into, and, and I'm a little afraid to, to, to say this in a way, a little bit afraid to actually discuss this aspect of the microbiome because it gives people excuses to to, to not make the change. And this is the habit you was talking about, right? Yeah, what? some of the habits that we have, okay. like when we crave certain things like sugars. Okay. 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 Um, one of the things that they found in an experiment, I'm going to try to go through this real quick, mm-hmm. was that um, we, there's a... When you take antibiotics, mm-hmm. there's a bacteria called C. difficile, Clostridium difficile, that can cause like this chronic diarrhea and it can kill you. Or it can be relapsing, it just keeps coming back, keeps coming back, keeps coming back. And we had some antibiotics for it, but it has found some resistance, kind of like this coronavirus, okay? It's found mainly in hospitals too. Okay. So if you get hospitalized, and that's why they try to get you out of the hospital now quickly, because if you stay there too long and you're on antibiotics, there's a good chance you can get the C. difficile. Okay. Is it that your your immune system builds some type of resistance to the medication, or is just within oh. itself mutates? He awesome, awesome, he awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, you, you, you're on to something, right? But it's not really an immunity to the um, to the to the to the drug per se. Mm-hmm. Remember, I said that your body has to be able to fight. Your soldiers got to be there. Yes. Right, right. Well, the antibiotics that we've been using, okay, to get rid of. See, it's a this particular C. difficile comes from other antibiotics that you took. And it doesn't kill the C. difficile. It killed everything else around it. So remember I said there was a checks and balances? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's your soldiers. Okay. The checks and balances. But now you done wiped out all your front line. You done wiped out your second line. And you done wiped out some of your third line. And now what's left is the enemy. Mm. And he goes in, he's causing all this diarrhea. All right? So... You go in with another antibiotic, but the enemy has gotten strong. He said, hey, give me that. And he just sucks it up. He said, I can, I can handle that. And they found that in some people, they can't get rid of it. So somebody was a genius. They were genius. They said, well, other people are fighting this thing. What if I take the stool out of them and put the stool in you? Would you be able to fight? Because this is somebody who studies not stool per se, but what's in it? The fighters, the microbiome. I heard that Dr. McGregor talked about that. Yes. Uh, what's the name of that book? Uh, how to, uh, how not to die. 
Dr. McGregor. I have to check that one out. <laughs> okay, so now how's this how's this affect cravings? Okay. The microbiome, that's remember I said they have neuro they make neurotransmitters and stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you eat um, so let me tell you this first. So mm-hmm. then we then we finish that and then you'll know why we, where we're going. Yeah. All right. So what they did was they took stool, they put it in there, and the person got better. Okay? Yeah. But check this out. So we're getting to weird cravings. So this particular person they did was a um, was a uh, elite runner. Mm-hmm. She was a marathoner. Okay. She was in her twenties. Right. And she had a weight, race weight of around 120 pounds or so. And uh, she was elite. She was uh, I think in the top ten or whatever mm-hmm. in, in the world. She got sick with some colds. They gave her antibiotics. She got the C. difficile. So they couldn't get rid of it. And she got sicker and sicker and sicker. She couldn't run. So they went and they got her cousin because they said, well, her cousin probably has a similar genetic makeup. And so we'll take her stool, put it in her and see what happens. She got better. She went back to running. So they followed up with her a year later and she said, I'm, I'm running again, but I can't run as fast as I used to because I'm carrying more weight. So what do you mean? She said, I'm at 140 and I can't get it down and have these cravings for starches. And she had never had those type of cravings. Never had those kind of cravings before. So they went and checked out her, her, her cousin. Her cousin was overweight, has been for most of her life. And she craves starches. So the bacteria in your gut are giving you signals as to certain things that you crave or enjoy. They even can even affect your sleep patterns and things like that. These things, we there are more bacteria genes and virus. When I say bacteria, when I say that um, audience, what I mean is that the microbiome of all the protozoa, the viruses, and everything. But I'm saying bacteria, but it's really everything. So, so that we don't have to keep saying all of that. Mm. The the genes from these bacteria, this microbiome, there's actually more of them than your genes who make you up. So you're more viruses and bacteria than you are even the cells on your body. And the genes that you were born with, you're more of those things. It sounds incredible, it does. but the studies yeah, yeah. are bearing it out. Yes. So, it's, so, so, um, let me ask you about the. So, I'm, I'm kind of trying to bring us back to the coronavirus thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, in Lysol and those cans, they talk about they see the coronavirus yes. uh, on cans. Can you explain to us why people think that? Well, the coronavirus been it before. You can see the word corona because on the Lysol can it says it kills coronavirus. Right. So right. they're thinking that the coronavirus has already been here before. Explain it has been. To them why, what, explain that so we can understand why it has been and what the difference between it is now. Yeah, corona was um, had its first real outbreak um, in China back in 2002, November of 2002. Mm-hmm. And then um, in, in 2003, June or July, I think it was July 2003, they saw their last case. So it only lasted for like eight months. Okay. It, it, it did get to some other countries. I think it got to 17 other countries, but it just wasn't as virulent. Mm-hmm. And as the weather got warmer, the virus, it, it behaved more like the flu. Okay. So that was, that was SARS-CoV-2 is what they call. When you said COVID. I'm sorry. When you said behave like the flu, would it come and go with the seasons? Right, exactly. Okay. It's more seasonal okay. acting. But this one we already knew wasn't more seasonal acting, right? Because it was in Singapore, it was already hot. And right. initially, we, they, there were like, you know, rumors floating around. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when it gets warm, it'll kill it off. And normally you hear like with cold during, you know, cold and flu season, we need a cold front to come through to, to do away with the, the, vi- the germ or whatever as far as a flu. Is that something that's normally true? But with this type of mutation that has come about with the coronavirus, it's just so much stronger. It, 
basically doesn't uh, become affected by the weather or temperature? Well, yeah, most of the most of the flus for whatever, and we don't really know why mm. they have this seasonal kind of ebb and flow. Okay. Um, but the flu, the last few years, um, we've seen that there's been cases even in the summertime where some people have had the flu. Okay, but it's just not many as as many cases, and you don't seem to have as much of the infectivity. Now, maybe because the kids aren't in school, all right, and bringing mm-hmm. it home. Okay. Because a lot of times, again, the kids have more resistance and resilience. And they may have the flu virus on them or cold viruses, but they themselves don't get sick, but they're spreading it around. Mm. So that may be a possibility. Okay, it may not be a possibility. We don't know. But when you were hearing this information, we already had information that this thing was in warm climates. We already had it. So it was misinformation that we were being given. And a lot of the because we didn't have a coordinated effort, the pandemic office office had been been shut down. We didn't have a coordinated effort with other countries, okay, then we could not get the information and start to to bring it all together so that our health departments here knew how to respond to it. So we were behind. Mm. We were behind. So so uh, I got to get in another break here, but when we come back, I want you to tell us about this myth about, oh, no, this uh, idea that you could uh, this steam process where you can put your steam uh, you can steam it out and you can drink something hot and get rid of it okay. a couple more things okay. they talked about I think you, you know how you put the vaporized thing over your head and right. so that's supposed to get rid of it so I'm going to take another quick break come back we're going to talk to Dr. Elizabeth about another uh, thought of how you can get rid of coronavirus and y'all listen if you want to call in ask questions the number is 404-603-8770 we'll be right back Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, 
dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at smartplexatl.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. And welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. We're here with Dr. Alexander talking about coronavirus. So we're going to go right into it and try to take up the rest of this time, giving you all some things that you need to do to help fight off the coronavirus. I mentioned just a minute ago about this whole thing about the steaming process, Doc. What, what do you think about that whole thing about steaming or drinking hot water? Okay. Um, you know, what? we've been using um, uh, those kinds of things in alternative medicine for a long time, okay? And, but we, we haven't been using it as a cure. Uh, we've been using it more for symptomatic relief. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I've been thinking about it, they've been saying, and uh, I don't know the real validity of it. I've kind of looked at it. One of the things I do know that if you're looking to try and get vitamin C, because I said you use so something citrus, if you're using, looking to get something vitamin C out of this, you're not going to get vitamin C out of steam. So what they've been telling you is take the steam, take some citrus some rinds, put it into the water. You're not going to get vitamin C out of that because as soon as you heat vitamin C, even a little bit, you destroy it. Okay, mm -hmm. so even uh, I think online they were saying um, eat uh, red bell peppers because they're filled with um, vitamin C. They are. They have more vitamin C than an orange. Red bell peppers. Red bell. But you have to eat them raw. If you heat it and you stir fry it, there's no vitamin C. Okay. Now, what could be coming out of that is that you may be getting an essential oil out of the rind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is going to be like if you use lemon, it's going to be a lemon oil. If it's going to be orange, it's going to be an orange oil. And there may be some protective effect, but we haven't. We have not seen the oils being protected. So what I would say is this. As far as opening up your nasal passages, if you're congested, it's going to work. As far as actually killing that virus once it's inside of you, I don't know if heating the nasal passages and trying to get it down into the lungs and inhaling it for 15 to 20 minutes is going to kill it. Will it hurt you? As long as the, the, the steam is not too hot where it's burning your, your passages, mm. it is not going to hurt you. So go for it. But is it going to cure anything? We're going to stay away from that. Could you, one, one question and then we'll move on. Mm -hmm. Could you possibly eat it? Meaning um, if there was some type of way to like grade it and, and maybe it, in a high dose to get it into your body versus trying to breathe it in. Or cook it. Remember well, you said not to cook it. No, not to cook it. But okay, okay like this is just my mind. I'm creative. Yeah. So if you take like, let's say for instance, they said it's orange. I don't mm -hmm. know. Could you like freeze it and, and like shave it on a grater and just take a spoonful of it just to get as much as possible in your body internally because if you're saying well not you're saying but if they are assuming assuming that you could breathe it in by boiling it which you say that actually takes away from the potency of it could you possibly just grate it up and eat it well i mean i don't know about the rind okay and and i'm not sure what the the, the ramifications of eating the rind would be okay okay um i will say that i have actually juiced lemons the entire lemon before mm. It's pretty tart. It's tart. Uh, it's pretty tart, and and I'm not sure. I mean, nobody's really looked at that, so I can't I can't recommend that people do that. Okay. As far as drinking lemon water and lemon juice, um, I, I think it's a plus. I mean, it does help to clean out your system a little bit. There's actually some some GI cleanses that we do because one of the things you want to do when you're trying to get your GI tract really uh, functioning at its, at its best is to actually do like a colon cleanse. 
okay. and, and, and maybe even do like a light fast. I wouldn't do a heavy fast during this time because I wouldn't want to get too weak as well. But what I want to do is I want to activate my immunity with my, my GI tract. So um, I would do that along with um, uh, taking in some psyllium. I would also do what we call probiotics. Mm -hmm. Okay, probiotics are going to put some of the good bacteria back in there. I would do prebiotics. You can read on those. Those are the things that the good bacteria need in order to multiply, to get okay. back so that it can, it can restore its colony counts okay. because the bad bacteria are going to try to keep it from getting there. Now, this is not a, a, a scientific way of doing it because sometimes when your bowel gets out of whack, what we have to do is actually take stool samples, study the, the samples, and then direct certain things like natural antibiotics and even antibiotics that, that we have um, that are, I guess we call Western, use those in certain quantities to decrease the colony loads of the bad bacteria. But we don't have that luxury right now. So take your probiotics. Um, and then the other thing is when you get infection, certain vitamins start to get depleted. So we start using up more magnesium, vitamin A, vitamin E, your antioxidants, A, E, D. Um, we start to utilize more of those. Mm -hmm. So we want to replace that. We also know that high dose vitamin C um, does have some positive effect on the immune system and may even have, may, I don't want to tell anybody, you know, that it does, but may have an antiviral effect. So what dose do you need? You need 6,000 milligrams a day, minimum, minimum, according to the studies. Many of the studies that said it doesn't work, went shy of that. Same thing when they were talking about high dose vitamin D. Last year, they were sending all the stuff to the doctor saying taking high dose vitamin D doesn't work. Taking high dose vitamin D the way they gave it, gave it didn't work, okay? Because you need to get your level up to at least 33 for it to be active. I'm talking fast, everybody, because we're running out of time. Hmm. Um, but you can listen to this on the replay and get right. the information. Yeah. So, um, but when you take vitamin D, 2,000 milligrams, and there's a physiologic reason why 2,000 milligrams twice a day works, you'll start to see your levels go up. You do 2,000 milligrams of vitamin D twice a day, don't do it more than three months, mm -hmm. okay, um, without getting your levels checked by your physician. You, because vitamin D is one of those that's fat-soluble and it can become toxic in your blood. Mm -hmm. Vitamin A, same thing. You do not want to take more than 10,000 IU, that's international units, of vitamin A per day. I would probably tell people take 5,000, play it safe. You don't need a, a, an, an exorbitant amount of vitamin A to, um, to be replenished within your body. Uh, but that one is also fat-soluble and it can become toxic if you get too much. Vitamin E, another fat-soluble. Uh, you want to be 400 IU mm -hmm. a day, you can go up to 800, but you don't want to do that for long periods of time. So if you know that you're really deplete and you've been doing a lot of drinking, smoking, uh, you've been under stress, uh, you've been eating a lot of fast food, um, you, you really haven't been thinking about your, your, your system at all, you've just been throwing stuff in there, mm -hmm. then maybe go ahead and go for maybe two weeks, go with the max on that vitamin A, go 10,000 IU. Go with the max on the E, go eight, 800 IU. Um, keep that vitamin D going. Vitamin D is, is, vitally, is, is vitally important to your immune system. I know we think about it as your bones and that kind of thing, but it also helps your mood. So a lot of people are gonna be inside, they're gonna be getting antsy. <laughs> We have done experiments in, now these are not published experiments, so mm -hmm. you know, I'm telling you these are the Alexander's experiments, but I worked in an institution where uh, we had some uh, prisoners that were um, not guilty by reason of insanity. These people never got any sunlight. They brought me in to try and, and see if I could assist with decreasing the amount of violence that was there. So the first thing I looked at, because they were medicating people to the point where they're like zombies. 
So what I did was I just said, let me just look at some of their, their, their biochemistries. And the vitamin D levels were like seven. They need to be at least 33 to be active. They were like 14, 12. And what I did was I took it up and I got it to like 45 and it was good. But when I took it to 50 to 60, it was great. We decreased violence by 24% and they were able to come down on the medications with one vitamin. Now, having said that, when you start to look at this coronavirus, everybody's looking for one thing that's going to be that great thing that's going to cure. The body doesn't work that way. Mm. And neither does Eastern medicine, because a lot of you are trying to get your, your information from Eastern medicine. When you go into an Eastern doctor, he, he doesn't just walk up in, to a counter and say, you know, take, take this or take that. You know, take echinacea and you'll be fine. No, he takes your pulse. He looks at your tongue and your tongue has certain characteristics to it. It looks a certain way. When they do your pulse, they don't do the pulse like we do in Western America. I've been mm. trying to learn this myself. They look at seven levels of the pulse. They feel seven levels of the pulse. It takes a lot of concentration and a lot of effort to learn this, okay? I can feel about three of them. So I still couldn't really diagnose you with a pulse. But these people are awesome with this. Wow. And then they go according to what they feel and what they see. They look at what your, the, the areas of your tongue that indicate the liver and liver toxicity and the, the kidneys, kidney toxicity. And then what they do is they, um, they, 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 they go out and get like 10 different plants and herbs and whatnot and they put it together and that's your regimen. Because within that, you're gonna have maybe 200 compounds. So doc, do this for me. You got to come back and please get them your information so they can know how to reach out to you. Get this. So listen, y'all, Doc, we'll be back on the show with us again. And we're going to go take up what we left off with. But for now, give them your contact information, how they can reach you if they have any other questions or concerns. I am Dr. Elmore Alexander. You'll, you'll either see me as a DO or an MD. Um, and uh, I'm at SmartPlex ATL. We have a holistic center there where we do just about everything, including when you first go to my website, you may see a lot about beauty and those kinds of things because I deal at a cellular level. So I can deal with your skin, I can deal with your body, I can deal inside, outside. This is what my people around me, this is what we do. We deal at the cellular level, build you up and build you back to what you need to be, whether it's outside or inside. I'm at smartplexatl.com. Uh, we have some information that's uh, posted where you'll find more information about what we were trying to get to. We got... We got into a lot of deep stuff. I really enjoyed this show, uh, but you'll find some more things with um, a few antidotes for you. And um, my phone number is 678-245-6777. We do IV vitamin therapy, high dose IV vitamin therapy, especially with vitamin C. Uh, right now, we're kind of backlogged on it. If you want this, you will have to call and reserve a spot. We have more coming in. They've made us a high priority, but right now we're out. Doc, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for coming, Doc. Okay. This is Alvin and Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100. Thank you, gentlemen.
Thanks for stopping by Old Fashioned Health with your host, Alvin. We hope this show has been informative and entertaining. And more importantly, we hope that we led you in the right direction to have good health inside and out. For more information on Old Fashioned Health, please visit our website at oldfashionedhealth.com. And be sure to join Alvin every Friday at 3 p.m. for Old Fashioned Health right here on 1100 a.m. Take care.